Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Simon Orchard is uh, joining us on Going Greys today on this Thursday. G'day, Simon. Morning, Dave. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, look, the success of the Million on the Chase, it was huge, wasn't it, mate? And what a, what a great spectacle. Yeah, it just keeps going from strength to strength, Dave. You're spot on. We saw a lot of people on track on Saturday night at Winston Park, and the racing was red hot as well. McInerney, of course, taking out the Tab Million Dollar Chase. Thought Zipping Kyrgios might be able to get there, just wasn't strong enough to the line. And McInerney, a deserved winner, probably flew under the radar a little bit, but gee whiz, it was nice to see. Uh, our first interstate winner get up, and the first L spoke really well afterwards. So, a really deserving winner of the Tab Million Dollar Chase. Super Estrella, of course, took out the Group 2 Sydney Cup. She just Looks unbeatable at the moment. She justified the short quote. And then Zipping Orlando, Dave, really stood out for me. Won the young star, but gee whiz, rising star, maybe even established star. Eight in a row, undefeated, and just looks like he could be anything. So, yeah, really memorable night on track. And the feature racing doesn't stop there either, Dave. We've got the Group 2 Blacktop heats at the Gardens on Friday. We'll preview those heats in a little while. But first, I want to talk about one of the great country carnivals of our sport, the October long weekend at Canamble, and to do that, I'm joined on the line by Greyhound Racing New South Wales board member and Canamble Carnival organiser Kevin Gordon. Morning, Kev. We'll dive into Canamble shortly, but before we do, what did you make of the Tab Million Dollar Chase series, mate? Yeah, thanks, Simon and Dave. Yeah, look, it was a fantastic night. We were all there, and, and the crowd was there. The TAB turnover was high again. Um, you know, great racing, and uh, it finally... Uh, the uh, the race actually left New South Wales for the first time and headed down to Victoria, but uh, we'll get it back again next year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Now, Kev, let's talk about this Canamble Carnival. Like many things over the last couple of years, COVID really has thrown a spanner in the works, but finally it looks like they're going to get a clean run at it. Tell us what the last few years have looked like and what can we expect over the next four days, mate? Yeah, thanks, Simon. Well, look, Canamble hasn't raced in its uh, traditional time zone of, uh, of the long weekend in October for three years um, due to COVID, obviously, as you said. What we did uh, uh, earlier this year, we had a, uh, let's call it a Clayton's Carnival in the end of January over the Australia Day weekend, just, just to sort of keep the carnival in mind with everybody because the carnival has been running for 52 years. It's the last of the famous Greyhound Country Carnivals uh, in, in in Australia, and uh, it's it's always well supported. We've got we've got a, a back to back to normal. It looks like this year with with um, uh, you know look over one hundred and ten thousand dollars in prize money over the carnival, which is just just astronomical for a country club at Canamble. Uh, the atmosphere is just absolutely sensational there. Seven bookmakers. Which is which you don't see seven bookmakers these days at Ramwick. I don't think so. To get those there and to get the punters there and to get the trainers there and uh, everyone just has a great weekend. It's uh, it's absolutely um, a fantastic carnival. And I know that so many people say to me that Canamble's on their bucket list. And, and this year we'll, we'll be joined by Neil Brown, the chairman of the Standdown Greyhound Racing Club. Uh, he's making uh, it's on his bucket list. It has been for some time. And, and Neil is coming up for the weekends. Uh, and we look forward uh, to uh, showing off our uh, our carnival to Neil. Oh, gee whiz, a four-day lock-in at Canamble. Sounds fun, Kev. Hopefully you look after Neil. You mentioned that bucket list. You know, some people talk about maybe going to the Coliseum, or for me, it's always been to sit on centre court at Wimbledon, but I've been reliably told the October Canamble Greyhound Racing Carnival should be one that every chasing fan should add to their list. You mentioned something uh, when we spoke a little bit earlier as well, Kev, about uh, a Calcutta, maybe later on in the weekend. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the extra fun that people can have this weekend? Sure. So we race, we race Friday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, and then Sundays 
well, they call it a lay day, but it's, it's not much of a lay day actually, because Sunday morning we had the stud stud dog auction at the uh, at the bowling club at Canemble Bowling Club, and then and then and then we have after that the Calcutta. Now, three years ago when we held the Calcutta, uh, when it was at the long weekend in October, the Calcutta held nearly seventeen thousand dollars. So it's there's a lot of money in Canemble. It, it's a big day. Um, up there on the sun on the Sunday, and then also on the Sunday evening, the bowling club, uh, who love having all the people there coming in to say spending their money at the club, um, uh, actually open up open up the uh, uh, the their hall and and put on free food and free drink for all the Graham participants to watch the rugby league grand final. So so that's a, that's a, it's a full day on the Sunday. So there's plenty to do at Canamble, um even on that lay day. Absolutely, Kev. Look, Greyhound Racing New South Wales, we made a big announcement in regards to the prize money. You sort of touched on it a little bit before. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, mate? What impact will that have on a carnival like this going around in the country for the most prize money I think they've ever seen? Yeah, look, look on the Friday, Greyhound Racing New South Wales has, has, uh, has uh, kicked in and supported the carnival um, over the last well, the last three runnings of the carnival, um, and they're doing so again this year. On the Friday, all prize money has been elevated from country prize money, which is usually somewhere between four hundred and five hundred dollars to the winner, to to TAB prize money, which is somewhere between sixteen seventeen hundred to two thousand dollars to the winner. So that's really topped up the Friday and made it um, and made it very viable for people to make the trip out there. I mean, just on the Friday, there's fifty thousand dollars worth of prize money. So you know, very, uh, very well received and very well supported by Greyhound Racing New South Wales. And also, uh, another special guest that we've got over the weekend here, Rob McCauley, the new CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, is making the trek out there, um, as Tony Mestroff did a couple of years ago. So, so, uh, so Rob will be out there to uh, talk to participants, and uh, I think he's actually going to Gunnedah on the on the Thursday as well. Ripper, Kev Canamble uh, kicks off tomorrow. Eighteen races, two thirty. On the Friday car, that's when it'll get started. Um, mate, I must have missed the invite. Maybe next year you can take me out to Canemble and I can have a good time out there. Uh, I know you've probably run your eye over the form for the Blacktop at the Gardens tomorrow as well, Kev. You're a keen over Cashstream living up there in Waters Bay. What have you made of the fields? Five heats of the Group 2 Blacktop racing for $40,000. It's not a million bucks, but we've still got some pretty good dogs going around, don't we? Look, it's it's as good a blacktop heat as I've seen, and I've I've seen every every round of heats here uh, in the Hunter Valley, uh, the gardens, and I mean we've got five as you just just touched on. There's actually five of the finalists that were in the uh, million dollar chase final are going around in the heat, so potentially we could have uh, more than half the field similar to the million dollar chase. Uh, uh, final from last Saturday night. So, but they're outstanding. Marty Halligan's bringing up a good team. Of course, the Finns have got their strong team there, and then of course we've got a, a bit of a Novacastrian touch there, um, where, where we've got Zippy, um, uh, sorry, French Martini, trained by Pilar Gargioni, who has won two million dollar chases, and French Martini is owned here in the Hunter Valley uh, by Adam Brent, and she won the Robert Smith uh, Maiden at her first start, Memorial Maiden heat and final and, and nearly ran the track record. So it's just an outstanding uh, five heats. Um, you know, it's anyone's guess what the final makeup will be, but uh, I'm sure it'll be an outstanding final. Couldn't have said it better myself, Kev. I'm heading up there tomorrow morning, so I'll be trackside to cover the heats of the Group 2 Blacktop. But I hope you and everyone heading out to Canaan will have a great weekend. One to remember, maybe next year, as I said, I can come along for the ride too. And thanks for joining us on Going Greyhounds this morning, Kev. Good, good on you, Simon. Thanks very much.
There he goes, Greyhound Racing New South Wales board member and Canamble Carnival organiser Kevin Gordon. And Dave, mate, if the Canamble Carnival had anyone's name written all over it, I reckon it's yours. Maybe we pencil you in next year too. I think that would be very, very good, mate. I'd be more than happy to jump in the, <laughs> the bus and head out there. Mate, what about uh, some winners for today? What have you got for us? Yeah, look, we've got one at Gunnedah, race seven, number eight, Kinlock Cutie. I think the draw is key here. Doesn't seem to love racing between dogs and drawn the pink today, so hopefully can find plenty of room, really wind up into the first bend at Gunnedah. Track and trip PB of 1980 last week when running a nice second. I think uh, that's pretty good form. I like her. She's around $3.50 or $3.60 this morning. So race seven, eight, Kinlock Cutie at Gunnedah. And then, as always, Thursday night chasing at Dapdo, Dave. Race five, number three, Cumbria Day. Bit of an each-way price, five fifty and two fifty for the place you can get at the moment. Has run in the Group One Vic Peters Final and Group Three Nara Puppy Classic Final so far this year. Spoke to trainer Steve Fitch yesterday. He thinks the lid is really starting to peak. So, looking forward to seeing this dog run over six hundred for the first time tonight. Race five, number three, Cumbria Day. And then race eight, number seven, restriction. In terms of grading, Dave, this dog could be the best place dog of the week. He's the only fourth-grade dog in a mixed fourth, fifth-grade event. He's been racing in town against the likes of Zipping Orlando, who I mentioned earlier, Red Hot Frankie as well, got form around it. Uh, they're group-level dogs, or at least group-level dogs in the making. So there's nothing like that in this race tonight, Dave. Restrictions won six of seven at Dapto so far this year. He's about $2, but I really think he'll start shorter. So race eight, number seven, restriction, the best on the card at that, that tonight. Simon, have a great day, mate. Thanks for coming on. You too. Hooray, mate.